Father, I thank you so much for this prayer. This prayer to just thank you for you being love. This day is a day expressed regarding love and affection. Just, I love you. I care about you. I'm there for you. I'm a part of you. So many words of empathy. So many ways to express sympathy, love, and affection. And every good thing comes from above, God. This is a time of refreshing and restoration. But those two words are birthed out of renewal. And renewal is birthed out of healing. Whatever it is that you see, because we cannot give what we don't have. And you, in our secret place, as our refuge, and we dwell in the secret place of the Most High. Anything you see that need to be uprooted. May we not try to cover up things. Ignore things as if it never happened. Because many of us, if not all of us, have encountered rejection. Have encountered disrespect. And have encountered feeling dishonored. And many of the times... We try to cover it up with the things that are around because we don't even want to admit or revisit what's actually taking place on the inside that keeps reminding us of what it is every single day. Even if we're thinking about it, speaking about it, or filling it within, it's still there. This day is a day of love, and you are love, and we are bold enough, mature enough to humble ourselves and open ourselves up for you to begin a process in us that you did not finish because we did not allow you to, even though it is finished, for it is written. The things that Christ bore on the cross It's never for us to become a partaker ever again. Confusion, doubt, anger, bitter, insecurities. These things we try to hide from people. And those who know us know what kind of, you know, weaknesses and issues that we have that floats to the surface that we keep trying to bottle down. And that's why many of us don't want to connect with people we don't know. And that's why many of us only socialize with people who do know us for those specific reasons. But this is a day for you to have your way. This is a day of love. So we cannot give what we do not have. So today we receive your pure divine love that outweighs, outshines any lie. Anything that needs to be uprooted, we thank you for it. Because many of the times we testify, you know, the end. Because we're so quick to, you know, thank you and rush the past out the way. Thank you. We're not there. Thank you. Bypass. And skip past the present and just beg you for the future. 
But where we are right now, it paves the way for things to fall in place regarding our future. And I come to you on behalf of everyone who can apply to this prayer. That just be humble and open. Yes, Father, she's talking. You're talking. She has a vessel being used for you to say what you need to say to me. And I'm open and I'm listening. Because many of us brush things off. And it's not to always verbally be addressed to the person or people who have us to feel these ways. Because of what happened or was still happening. But being free within is that it will no longer have an effect on us ever again. We're not going to be a people with a mediocre lifestyle. Because the earth way is begging for the children of God to come up under. And earthly reality is begging. Deception is begging for our faith. And we refuse. We refuse. We refuse. We would take your five years to receive more than we can ask or even think. More than we can ask or even think. Then it take our own five minutes and to not know what to do. Everything about you, God, is found in eternity. Not in things that will perish away. So I come against any of us who's trying to hide how we really feel within. Because you're not going to force us to get them out. But then we connect with people, those issues before it to the surface. And it can cause division. And that's why many of us have a circle of friends. But in the kingdom, it's a straight line. Because it expands. It's not closed in. Many of us don't want people to know. And many of us don't tell people how we got to be where we are. We just want them to see us for where we are. And not how you opened the door for us to escape. We don't want the people to see that we were tarrying and we were praying all night and we were believing and we giving up earthly food for it and we praised and shout with a praise that cannot be contained. We filled with thanks and we've been reading our word and we've been only believing. See, we don't show that. We just show them the outcome. And that's why many people that are of the world today don't know what to do regarding a godly outcome because they don't even know how to go through that process because we don't testify it. Because of one word, dishonor. I come against us wanting to be on a pedestal or want people to put us on one. I come against us becoming dressed up fools, my God. What a magnificent day to come to you. A day of love and affection. I lift up those right now who feel like their worth is based upon how many gifts they get. 
how many carrots they get. I lift up those who are expecting to become engaged today. And if they don't be, they be disappointed and walk away today. I lift up those who don't even want to see what's happening in other people's lives today because it's not happening for them today. I come against any of us who's hiding that what we really want and just pretending that we really don't today. I come against us even thinking about things that consider to be our worst today. Because we can have all the things in the world, but if we don't have love, we don't have you, God. How can we walk around with you and we have issues of life still there as a new creature, my God? It's not about hearing music and feeling good or listening to other people's, you know, testimonies. There are other people who need to hear ours. May we not care what it looked like or what it sound like to confess your love for us. What you have done for us. The way you pay for us. May we not become ashamed. May we not become entangled with just gifts natural gifts that should not ever supersede our spiritual gifts because that opens the door for resources to come in our lives. May we not think we're doing something and we're actually doing nothing. May we not think we're doing nothing and we're actually doing something. May we know the difference between the season and the times that we're in. The words being prophesied Refreshing and restoration. That means healing takes place as well. Because many families need to be mended. Change is in the atmosphere. It's not just to read about you, God. That what you've done mightily in the past. Or what you can do in the present. No, you are the same, God. But how can you release mighty works if we don't have your might on the inside? Because we cannot serve you and mammon, God. So if there are issues there, then there's no freedom there. If it's chaos there, how we feel it, there's no peace there. Now, it doesn't mean that it's not surrounding, it's not available. But it's not to dip in and dip out. It's not to tune in or tune out. We don't live a mediocre lifestyle. There's no way people that are of the world can even have a thought that their lives are better than those who have a life with you. We are the attraction because of you. You said you would draw all men unto you. And the earth is trying to have us to beg for things, beg for money, beg for publicity, beg to be famous. And we are already all that plus. We the apple of your eye. The creator of all things, of light and life, is always with us. No more of you walking with us, and you cannot even have the opportunity for us to give you to uproot things out of us, no matter how long it's been there. It's a reason for insecurities. It's a reason for feeling neglected. It's a reason for tick for tack. It's a reason for sarcasm. It's a reason for greed. We can't eat our way out of problems. We cannot spend our way out of problems. And we cannot just hear other people, you know, getting rid of their problems. And we act as if we don't have any. 
Again, we want to be married to someone or connected to someone. Like we never have anything to work on. And then things come out. And how dishonoring is it, my God, for issues that come out that could have been uprooted. But we're so busy looking at everybody else and not looking within. Because everybody has something there that needs to come out regarding words of wisdom. Things that we were taking for so long, we don't have to take anymore. And it's not even about just saying it. It's just a demonstration. My heart is fixed. My mind is fixed. My soul is fixed. My spirit is fixed. My body is fixed. Me as a whole is fixed. So I would never be bothered again regarding it. No matter if I was, you understand, show less favoritism. This is a perfect time to think about the testimony of David, God. You did not have to have that testimony added. Because there are so many others that wasn't to be added. Because it's too much for one book. Basic instructions before leaving earth. That's the abbreviation for the word Bible. But you wanted to keep David's testimony in there. Jesse and his wife didn't just, you know, treat or mistreat David or show favoritism against David. They just didn't consider David. And he was actually the one to be considered. Because that's your way of saying, don't judge a book by its cover. What don't look like actually is. And sometimes what actually look like is actually not. Maybe we don't have to dress up our lives to show forth that we're doing something. We are doing something because of who we know. The wisest decision we can ever make is say, yes, God, we want your ways. We want your plan. We want your life. We want your only begotten son. We want your comforter, your spirit of truth. We want your reality. But it's not the two in and two out. There are some people who only receive it once a week. There are some who only receive it when they're listening to the music. Or get around certain people. But we dwell in a secret place of the Most High. You are our refuge. There's no escape from you. Even if we go anywhere. Even in hell, you are there. The ends of the earth, you are there. In the club, you are there. With the wrong crowd, you are there. With those who do know you, you are there. Whether we have issues inside, you are there. Lying about things, you are there. Exaggerating things, you are there. Manipulating things, you are there. You are there. Not even being aware that we have issues in us, you are there. So today is an opportunity. Self-love. Self-love is receiving you in ourselves. In oneself, as one, whatever issues you see that cause us to have a nasty attitude or become moody and snappy, we cannot want to connect with people or stay with the connections that we already have with people because we are comfortable with the issues, God. You said exceedingly above we can ask or even think. That's from an eternal place. And he eternal place blessed beyond measure from an eternal place where your heart is your treasure is also that's from an eternal place 
has nothing to do with an earthly bank account. Has nothing to do with a wardrobe. Has nothing to do with who's with us and who's not. Naturally. It's all about you. Some expecting to be engaged today. And if it don't happen, I lift it up. It's all about you. Some feel like if you don't give me what I want, you don't show me my worth today. It's all about you. Where's my chocolate? Where's my blue? Where is my gift? Where's my tennis bracelet? It's about you. I'm not saying it's nothing wrong with the gifts, but if it doesn't happen according to no one's plan, anyone's plan, it's about you. I pray we don't make it about us. I looked up those who feel like I don't even want to be on social media today because I don't want to see what's happening to other people because I feel like nothing has happened to me. I lift those up right now before you, God. Keep depositing things for me to lift up. I'll let it out, God. In order to receive, you know, the refreshing of restoration, we have to know that it comes from healing. It comes from healing. Even by knowing the, the scripture, because of one man, we were made sinners. That's a healing process. We were made because of one man. And because of another man, we were made righteous. That's another healing process. To know what restoration is about, may we not be conformed against what the cross is about ever again. Knowing everything that Christ bore on the cross. Not saying those things are not available, but we don't come under. We've been free from the influence of. We have freedom. May we walk in freedom and remain free indeed. May us not declare freedom and we're not free. May us go through the process of what it feels to be refreshed. Being restored. We know what's going on on the inside of us. We know how we feel. We know how we think. But healing only needs to take place one time, which it already has. You say, by his stripes, we were made healed. Now we will continue to receive healing. It's a continuum of remembering. But the healing takes place one time. And it's not just physically. Healing mentally. Many of us talk a lot. We need to get things out. But sometimes we say the same things over. Because they're not uprooted out. We just keep expressing what's inside. Thinking it's going to get better. But only for a matter of seconds. It's like going to the altar. Giving you praise. Knowing you're good. And encountering you. And leaving out. Choked up. Seeds at the wayside. Seeds on stony ground. The same thing's happening again. May no one feel like they're worth less because of what they don't or do receive today. It's great to show ways that we love each other, that we care. 
But we are more viable than anything when it comes to you. May we never forget that. The earth is begging for our attention. It's begging for our gifts. The earth's way is begging for our anointing and not to be releasing you, not to demonstrate you alone. But the enemy is begging to rob us, to destroy us, to take our attention off of you and put it on us or those who we love. For those parents who feel like, I love my kids, I do anything for my kids, I'm gonna make sure they eat and always dress, have something to wear greatly, places to go, but I can't stand my kids. I lift those parents up right now. Who's so quick to dismiss and don't want to do anything with. Many feel right now in my spirit, I feel I can't stand my kids. For those who with their spouses and they feel like, you know, they have grown out of love. There's no way we could grow out. We could grow up. And many feel like my spouse, you know, they're not who they used to be. The love is there, but not how it was. That spark is just not, you know. Or we done got too comfortable. We just see each other as friends now and not lovers and friends. I lift it up. Anybody on this planet would rather have a demonstration of love from a person than to have a present on the counter and a person not there. Just like any child would rather have a parent there than to have the things of this world presented before them all the time. And it comes from us having you, God, because you are always there. You never leave. So we can never leave. How can we give anybody what we don't have? And many of us want to be very relationally. Want to join with someone. And want to figure out what their lives are like. What goes on in their family. What goes on in their home. What goes on regarding their finances. And not even aware they're lacking one thing. Their issues. See, it's easy for us to look at other people or hear other people's. But what do we have if we have any? Do you know how many of us turn around things from childhood? God shows me all the time. So many toys in heaven that he releasing upon people who just feel like they should have gotten when they were a kid. They parents didn't have it for some reason. I wanted that bike. Or that big wheel, I never got it. I was disappointed as a kid. It broke my heart. You said you're going to get me a big wheel. You never got it. There's a big wheels in the heaven. They don't even make that anymore. Carrots patch kids. For those who thought they didn't get it. Easy bake ovens. All these things God has shown me. Ropes. Double dutch ropes. You didn't get a rope. 
even opportunities to mend broken relationships and families. This is what restoration is, for us to feel whole and complete, not for things to try to complete us that cannot. I lift it up before you, God. Because everybody has an issue of life in the family bloodline that has to be cast down. And one thing is, out of everything that every family can relate to, is that competitive spirit. Everybody encountered that competitive spirit on a job, and a relationship, and family. You understand? In a community, amongst friends, that competitive spirit need to be denied and uprooted. That's what God wants to do. That's what restoration and refreshing is. It's not for the things happening outwardly. God always start with things within. Why? Because he's not just on the outside. He's doing the work where? Within us. And that's why many people, I lifted up God, that many people don't want to, you know, come with you. Because they're looking at us to see how much of you do we have? Like in the scripture, it says, my God, people know us according to our what? Our fruit, God. May we not get caught up with things. You're blessing us with the things to enjoy. But may we not get caught up thinking highly that we ought to think of ourselves. Because just as well as you've given it to us, you'll take them away. And I'm a living witness. If the house begin to be sturdy, it has to crumble down and he start over building upon a solid foundation. And that is him. If we get in the way, feeling ourselves, thinking how do we ought to think or looking down on people, it's going to crumble down so fast because he's trying to keep us humble. And God want me to keep saying this. Stop trying to look at everybody else's flaws. He's trying to uproot yours, uproot mine. How dare any of us connect with anybody or be in a relationship or marry anyone who we think that we got it all together and then all your issues come out that you could have got out while we were you were listening to everybody else get theirs out. Many of us are still containing our worship and praise. Many of us have that little man or little woman in the inside of us who's jumping up and down to just be free. How many of us can admit God? Yes, I'm brokenhearted. Yes, I grew up feeling rejected. Yes, I'm insecure. And that's why they have things like counseling or even merch counseling before you connect to someone and that stuff come out. That's not fair. That's not honoring. Putting on a new person with the old person done. Now, during this time of restoration, God, many merges Let's say all marriages that are of you. I said many because for the ones that are not, we lift them up before you. 
but the ones that are of you, written down because of you, coming to pass and are, you understand, being in fruition because of you, have already manifested or manifesting because of you to come together and allow you to have iron sharpened iron, not just iron sharpening and not wanting to be sharpened or just supplying and not having your joints to be supplied. Because it's, it's like, it's going to come out. It's going to come out. Whether we want to or not. How many times we become moody and that word come out of us. Or that high pitch come out. And we got to bring it back down. Or whatever on the inside, it try to flow up. And we got to bottle it back down. Or we surround ourselves with people with the same issues of life. And we just relate to each other in that way. But how can they receive our God if we're on their level? And we're supposed to be up on his level because his thoughts became our thoughts. So have his ways as a new creature. So today is a day to receive love and affection. But first receive God because he is love. I can't give you what I don't have. You can't give me what you don't have. If there's bitter there, then love is not present. Resentment, then love is not present. Now we can encounter God's love, but we cannot embrace it to release it because other things are still there. It can either be one or the other. Hallelujah. Some of us been, you know, talked upon so disrespectfully. Some of us been taken for granted taken advantage of so long. Some of us been belittled, been outcast as black sheep so long, competing and comparing so long. No matter where it was, it, it is too long. How can we receive this day and give acts of love and we don't embrace it? There's healing in love. That's how we be refreshed. Many of us just walk around like we don't do nothing. Or we feel like only those who know me know what I go through. It's nobody else's business. Why do you even feel like that? What's going on within? While these feelings are still there within us. Our healing process set other people free. We always talk about and testify the victory, but testify what led up to you being victorious in that situation. Because at one point we didn't feel that we were. But we had to be reminded by Holy Spirit. You are more than an overcomer. 
you always win. Sometimes we feel like we're losing. Sometimes we feel like we're lacking. Sometimes we feel lonely for those who feel lonely. I have to have somebody. I have to be with somebody. I'm tired of lying down by myself at night. I'm getting older. I want children. Everybody else have children. They don't need their child. Hallelujah. Some feel, some feel about people, I can't stand you, but I'll put up with you. Some of us argue in the same house for the same things all the time. And we know what sets off each other's buttons and we're still doing it. And then we leave out like we're not doing it. God is there with us all. Sometimes God will have us to speak up for ourselves and a lot of times God will have us to just be free from it within and just keep it moving. We'll never be bothered by it again. Nobody ever, 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 ever have an effect on us ever again. God has me up at two something. Now it's 3.56. I woke up. Let me testify. My throat was like, whoa. In and out my sleep. I can barely swallow at the time. And I said, you know what? I'm, I'm so tired to get up. I said, how about this? Let me get up and praise. Let me get up and praise. Because guess what? We do have organs, guys. And we got to remind our organs. It's what we say it is. You're not going to hurt. Let me speak to my mind. You're saying... Your sanity is at peace. There are people right now taking things for multiple personalities because they've been diagnosed. Multiple personalities. No, it's not. We got to continue to minister to our bodies. Even regarding seasonal things. No, body, you're not going to ache. Let me praise. No joints, you're not going to ache. Let me praise. I'm not going to ever sit here and lie and say that you or I may not encounter an opportunity to praise regarding the pain. But that pain is not final because we finally got up. Not going to receive that. But what's going on on the inside of us that God wants to deal with right now? We think that God want to deal with everybody else. No, he want to deal with us. He may say you too soft in areas that you need to stand firm. He may say you say yes too much and it's okay to say no sometimes. He may say people only want you for what you're able to do. So free yourself from that. He may say you don't have to 
buy things to show your love. Even though it's great to do. But that's not where the value is. See love. Sometimes it's a, a constant of praying, a constant of praising when it comes to how to remind our bodies, our souls, and our spirits, our emotions, and our thoughts to continue to bless the Lord. We could go from feeling so good to begin to feel so bad. God is stir up, bless the Lord on your soul. Feeling patient to now feeling like, you know what? I'm about to lose it. Bless the Lord on your soul. I have money to do all these things. Now I have bills to pay. More money, more problems. Bless the Lord on your soul. I don't feel like being bothered. Bless the Lord on your soul. I want to eat problems away. Bless the Lord on your soul. If you don't give me anything, you don't love me. Bless the Lord on your soul. How can I give you anything? You don't even call me. Bless the Lord on your soul. Do you even care for me? Bless the Lord on your soul. You love them more than me. Bless the Lord on your soul. You said that they're better than me. Bless the Lord on your soul. Even we be thinking that people better than us. Bless the Lord on your soul. You have more than me. Bless the Lord on your soul. I see you posting up more than me. Bless the Lord on your soul. So I have to do things to show that I'm doing things too. Bless the Lord on your soul. Why we feel like that? That's not how anyone in the kingdom feels like. It may look like the world is winning, but I can never, never release a word over that direction. In a sense of over anything where God is in control. Ooh, God. Ooh, God. The angels just ran past me. Like, you know how you run in the altar? They just ran when I said that. Y'all felt that. Y'all felt that. I thank God for the things that are here. I thank God for the homes and even the architects who just create these beautiful shaped homes and the vehicles, the new day modern things. I, I thank God for those things. The, the new places that we're discovering, new islands that never been discovered, just new things that's happening, period. Things, resources, the planes, the jets. And I thank God for the clothes and the different restaurants and establishments. I thank God for all of it. But I and you not to ever get caught up. Those things are not worth more than us. God never said, I so love resources that I gave my son that you have them. I so love things. No, I so love you. So love the world that I gave my son. It's not just for humanity. Every living thing benefit from us receiving Christ. Bless the Lord on your soul. 
It shouldn't matter how much money, how big of a home, regarding any celebrity, many of us right now, covering thy neighbor's house, covering thy neighbor's wife, husband, covering thy neighbor's bank account. And to be honest, for those who we covenant, don't have no covenant with God. We are where our attention takes us. See, God wants to bless us beyond measure regarding anything that he has created. But we have to see it through, though. And sometimes it's like it takes long. But I'd rather for the take God to do than me put my hands in it anymore. I'm done with that. I'm done with it. It only been a year off a job and this way like this with God. And it's the best year thus far because it's all God and none of me. I'll have it this way until he releases whatever. It's not that we don't receive because he's not doing or we're not ready. No, he's doing something. He's working something out that he already has worked out. Just got to stand. We can't even just wait on God for two years, two months, two days. Look at Joseph. Look at the Israelites. Look at Joshua. Look at David. All the way up to Apostle Paul. Simon, Bartholomew. Even Joseph's brothers. Look at Jonah. Those was the longest three days and three nights in this man's life, period. I know they were because he have never encountered being in the belly of a well due to a storm that he knew God has caused. Look at Job. How about Abraham? You know how long it took Noah to build the ark and those who helped him? You got to stay out the way. Even trying to find out what's going on that's being in the way. Let me look at this. That's being in the way. God wants us just to look at him and let him do it. It's so much better that way when we are out of the way. Because when we are in the way, it don't just cause delays. It cause, you understand, relational deny, which is division. 
Because if it's not ready to be connected, then guess what? It's going to be worse off than it were before. So stay out the way. Many of us think that it's other people, but no, it's actually us. See, everything could be said good if we're feeling good and if people say what we want to hear. But let somebody say what we don't want to hear. I didn't know you cuss. I didn't know you had a temper. Where'd that come from? I didn't know you'd be snapping like that. I didn't know you gossip. I didn't know you were insecure. Now we have to go through a process that should have been already worked out before we connect because people sometimes look at everybody else as if they don't have nothing. And we all do because we all here with the same enemy. Don't be in a box. Because there's no freedom inside of a box. I thank God that I don't just hold in when people say what they want to just say. Or treat me how they think they should treat me. Because I was considered to be, you know, very soft. And I was taken advantage of so much. And God began to show me my voice. But you got to also be careful with that voice. It don't mean retaliate. It don't mean just say whatever. It don't mean you cannot, you understand, know what it is to be slow to speak, which we, we say bite your tongue. Y'all know what to say with your voice, my voice. Some of us, God, release our voice and we just go off. Forget you, forget you, forget you. Definitely forget you. Stay away from me. You're calling me. I'm not answering you. Cousins, we compete too much. I'm happy for you, but whatever. I just stay within my own family. Many of us feel like that. I just stay within my own family and those who I deal with. Anybody outside of that, I can care less. I'm done with it. Y'all don't call, I don't call, we don't hang out, we don't have no family functions. And if we do, everybody uncomfortable who don't feel each other while we're there around each other to feel comfortable. We got the sisters and the brothers competing still for the mother or father's love or to say they've been there for the mother or the father to release the love. You were better, you did more, you did less, you weren't there. Your child went to college. Your child didn't. Your child in church. Your child smoked weed. I don't like her cooking. She'll not do macaroni and cheese. Her collard greens, they are very dry. I don't eat from anybody in the house of my family. I don't care who it is. I go over there and make them feel uncomfortable because that's what's actually happening when we stand at the door and feel like that we can't even engage. Just because we don't have to take, it don't mean that we got to be rude about it. And people to know we don't want to take. No, I'm good. I'm not hungry. Then leave and go to a restaurant. 
You want to sit down on my couch? No, I'm okay. I'm about to leave. I'm not going to stay long. All this within a bloodline. A blood, blood, bloodline. Out of every, you know, earthly culture regarding diversity and ethnic background, the Hispanic culture seems to be the one to get along the most. It could be 15 people under one roof. And when they have functions, you got great grandma, grandma, cousin, Pablo, you understand, Carlos, and Jose, you got everybody there, even the neighbors. Now, I'm not downing anybody. That's not what we do. But when we evaluate, we, we tend to make a lot of jokes about it. It's like 15 of them in one little car. But guess what? 15 of them in one little car. For now, 10 of them under one roof. Yeah, for now. But the purpose is they get along. Many of us cannot live with our parents. No, we go back and forth too much. Our siblings, no, you asked me for too much. You act like your stuff don't stink. You're a baby, you're spoiled. You think you're my mother, you think you're my father. They'll work any job, any hour of the day. How many days or a week, it wouldn't even matter. Because what do they have on their mind? Family. I'm building up a house for who? Family. I'm going to invest in landscaping so I can help out the home regarding my family. I was sitting in this little Toyota with 12 guys on our way to work for who? My family. I would take a construction job. I would take, you understand, a McDonald's job. I would take any job for my who? My family. I'm going to let my family live with me. Well, there's grandma. It's 12 of us using one bathroom. But I'm sharing the bathroom with my who? My family. Think they don't go through things inside the home? Think they don't argue sometimes? But guess what? They still around what? Family. They learn how to get along because of family. I done been to so many graduations and they done had the whole daggone Mexico in there. Flags and everything. Because they know about what? Family. We have to know that we are citizens of the kingdom and what it is to have that citizenship to release that here. We can't release God if we don't receive God. 
So this day is a day of love, a day of affection, and God is love and affection. So have him to spend this day doing what he want to do. Because anybody we connected to, whether it's family, friends, marriage, kids, they would love to see a better us than them receive a gift from us. That they can use today, tomorrow, for the rest of the year, it don't even matter. But they have you for a lifetime. I'd rather receive a better you than what you can do. And everybody benefit from a better you or a better me. Then the gifts will come from a different place. It will never be, oh, I got you this. You got me this? What is this? I shouldn't have got you this then. Spend all this money on you and you give me this little cheap gift? And then we talk about it. Wait, wait, wait. What's going on within? See, these are the things that God want to get out. Because if we're loving him and we're serving him and we're worshiping him and we're loyal to him, then how come we're not to each other? Then we're not unto him. He said we're not to each other. Then we, how can we be to him? We don't see him physically. We have two different types of senses, physical and spiritual. And those who worship God must worship in spirit and in truth. So if I don't receive what I receive spiritually to release naturally due to what I embrace spiritually, I don't even know him. You don't even know him. But we can clap our hands to him. It works. It, I mean, it's happening. That's what I mean. It's happening. We doing it. We're praising, we're serving, and still got things there. But how about get them out so we can actually see what he means when he say blessed beyond. I don't want to just keep talking about blessed beyond. No, we are becoming blessed beyond. And it starts with him. And guess what? It ends without even ending with him. People, people are who are of the world are so confused sometimes because they only see us walking out of the thing and we don't even testify how God led us up out of the situation. We just talk about, you know, out of it, showing them the outcome of a situation, showing them the smiles, showing them the things. But what did God do to lead us up into that place that he can also do for them? Because many people, they will even come to me and say, and feel, you're more special than me. Like this word favor, we abuse it. I'm favored, like I'm not. I'm blessed, yeah, so am I. I'm anointed, I am powerful, yeah, me too. I am special, so am I. There's no respect of a person. I can let people know, yes, I have a powerful anointing. So do you, a gift. So do you. If you know what I'm here to do and you see what I'm capable of, then lift me up even more because of what you see. Don't just think I'm stronger and I'm wiser. No, I need you more than anything. But what I'm not going to do 
I'm not going to allow anyone to have me to go backwards. Because I went through the healing process to get to know me for me. And I'm not having the old way anymore. Who the sun sets free, free indeed. I'm free to express. I'm free to love. I'm free to worship. I'm free to dance. I'm free to heal. Free to help. There's nothing that God want me to deal with inside. Because I always want to go to him about what need to come out if there be anything. And God said, don't let anything bother you. Because some people just don't know what to say. They just show words and they just don't even care. Just using you for your time. And God's like, away with that. But we can't be people to try to figure out what's going on. Let me see what's happening in somebody else's life. No, what's happening in yours? In your home, in your heart, in your mind, in your spirit, in your family. Let's not seek what's going on in other people so much. How about at all? And let God deal with us with ours. So we can be more effective for other people. Because that's a problem when we feel like we can't stand somebody, but we love God. I love you, but I don't like you, but we love God. You know how many act so good in public? And it's not about trying to figure out who is it. And be treated like garbage. Talk to like garbage. Treated like garbage. You know how many of us looking out like everybody else stuff stink and ours don't? But be so quick to want somebody. Seriously, this prayer goes up regarding all of us. Gotta tell the truth and shame the devil. I have over 422 friend requests of people I never ever met, and they still sitting there. Now, the ones God say upset, I accept. There are 422. While you're right here, the number still goes up and it keeps going up and it keeps going up and it keeps going up. And I never encountered that before. A majority of them, guess what? Are no friends of no friends. And I have it literally only friends of friends. So how are you still able to even send a request? I don't see nothing by no coincidence. I just lift it all up before God. But people know us according to our fruit, not our gifts. Hallelujah. So this day, know that you are a gift. And receive God. And let him uproot what need to be uprooted. Hallelujah. Let's not walk around looking around at other people when things are within us. This is my time for now. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. 
I love you with an everlasting love.